You told All me right, here we go. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Oh my god! Where you can see my screen. Welcome back to Two Dudes at Game. We're here in the new year, James. In the new year, we're trying this. Uh, starting the podcast for the second time here. Since are, are you ready now? Are you good? Yeah, I'm Do you ready. have the I'm screen ready. ready? Are you no, like, need I mean, any you more time? See. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Are you sure? I want to make sure you're comfortable and ready for this this new year. We're recording on. Uh, we're actually recording on the first. The first time we've hit <laughs> the a, a, a a day that we're going to record. So we are here recording on the first, and little um little news about how the. The next year is going to go. Uh, we learned a lot hopefully. over. Yeah, hopefully. But we, we're learning. We're making some changes. We learned a lot over the last year. And we have uh, decided that the Two Dudes a Game podcast seems to be the one that we kind of keep coming back to. We're going to focus on and we're going to try to hit every Wednesday that we can. Um, we'll record on Wednesdays, probably release the episodes on Thursdays or Fridays. Um, and try to stick to that for for the whole year, uh, if we can, minus, obviously, holidays, birthdays, you know, all the other stuff that can get in the way, sickness, things there. But um, we're going to try to bring this to you as much as we can. The uh, Thank you for everyone that has followed the network. We are definitely getting um, some good views and, and downloads on all the podcasts through the Last Choice Network. And thank you to everyone in the Last Choice Network that has been pumping out videos, recording, all of those things. We know how much time that takes, how much of your day it takes, and how hard it is to find time to do this stuff with day jobs. You know, none of this is this isn't our job. This is just the thing that we do because we like it. So finding finding time can be difficult, but we're here to focus on a new year, and uh, we're going to be breaking it out a little bit. You're going to get our full length. Uh, podcast in video form, and then we're also going to be breaking it out into each one of the segments that we have. So if you just want to consume the small little segments, you don't have to watch the whole thing. And we will always have the audio available for you in full length on the Two Dudes That Game podcast if you're listening to it in the car. Um, you can also listen to it on YouTube now if you have YouTube Premium. You can actually just listen to the audio on YouTube. It's really nice. You can close the app down. Uh, not trying to plug anything. It's just what I do for some of my podcast, not really podcasts, but video podcasts that are not on any of the other ones. You can watch that if you have YouTube premium and I hate ads. So I bought the premium just because I don't want to watch the ads anymore. So anyway, with all that said, how are you doing, James? How are you feeling? Good. Listen, I want to, you know, what's crazy about the ads on YouTube? If it's 15 seconds or less, you can't skip it. But if the video, I learned that if the video is like a certain length, like if we put out a video on YouTube and it's a certain length, they're going to have a handful of 15 seconds that you can't skip, then have a bunch that you can skip. But a lot of times, like you said, you might close down the app. Maybe they're, maybe you're not by your phone. You can't go it. Next thing you know, you have an ad on there that's longer than the video that you're watching. Ads can be up to 45 minutes long, but you have the option to skip after five seconds. But if you're not close to your phone, you're like, what am I listening to? When's this ad going to end? Next thing you know, you're listening I don't know, to man. YouTube Premium, don't listen to them. That's don't have to worry about them. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's it's kind of funny when I'm not logged in. So, like, one of my TVs that my kids use is not logged in. So, I'll search for something on YouTube for them. 
And then like this ad will pop up and I'm like, what, what, what is this? What's going on? Like, cause I haven't seen an ad on YouTube in so long, but I do understand that's how we, uh, how we're trying to make our money and things like that. So, um, if you do watch the ads, uh, watch them for at least 15 seconds. And that gives your creator a little, little piece of that ad rather than just skipping after five seconds. But I don't blame you if you do. Um, I hate that myself. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So, what are we going to be Outside talking about that, today? Outside of that, I'm good. Outside of that, you're I'm, good? I'm good. You know, I'm in the fantasy football championship game this weekend. I love how people talk about that. Like, like they're so proud of themselves for the I, fantasy, listen, for, for I, somebody else's work that they're taking credit listen, for. No, listen, Austin Eckler put my so, team on his back so you, today. You're, you're hoping to get a nice belt like this. I am getting Where'd you get the belt from, by the way? Uh, my wife got it to me for Christmas. I don't know where she got it, but it's the exact replica of the full. And this thing's heavy as hell. It is. Did it she is get it from s- Trophy Smack? I have, that's where I we're ordering no our belt. We're going to do a belt and a ring, individual ring, but a belt that we have to ship to the winner every year. I have no idea, but it this thing is awesome. I carried it around to the store, uh, took it grocery shopping. You know, you got that's what you got to do. When you're the champion, you have the belt. You just take it everywhere with you. That's well, you I've got do. a 22-point lead. I still have Mark Andrews to play tonight, and then it's Joe Burrow on my team versus Josh Allen. All right, we have already bored me, and I'm sure bored everybody else that's out there. Just because you're anti-football now, Uh, it's not now. Always, always, never changed. It's just, (laughs) it's just boring. So let's talk about something that's not boring. Because it is two dudes that game, not two dudes that. uh, If you want to listen to uh, fantasy football talk, (laughs) Jay, you can go to James's. uh, I don't even know what it's called. Something about a toilet. NFL do toilet, but it's yeah. a part of Last Choice Network now, so you can see some of the stuff on our channel. All right, there you go. So if you want to, if you want to listen to that, go ahead. There, I Look will say the the production value is is worth it. James puts much more effort into that than he does anything wow. that we do together, um, including gaming. So let's just get right into um, the first topic here because I'm bringing you into this world, James, that you didn't know yeah, really existed, world. and. This is probably the worst time to bring anybody into this world because we're seeing things that we haven't really. Well, we've always had a lot of roster issues in the CDL. Um, There's no like guaranteed contracts. You don't have guys for a long time. So they they trade them here and there and people are are buying contracts out. And it's just the wild, wild west in roster world because you don't have like a player's union. So, yeah. so when you start having these things and everyone's wondering, like, why do they have players unions and sports and things like this? Well, here you go in esports on why players unions are created with how crazy rosters can get thrown around, how you can get dropped from teams um, just just uh, at a drop of a hat because someone feels like it. Listen, I'm very upset with you because, of course, I knew that the CDL was a thing. I just never really cared to watch it, just like the Halo Championship. I've watched it a few times, so I know some of the pros. but. I live in Texas. You get me invested into watching this. I start watching. Of course, I'm going to follow Optic Texas because it's my local team. They look fun. Scump is on the team. You tell me that's the best player in the world, so I'm super excited. And now this team looks like it's an absolute shambles. It, it It is in shambles. They did, they did not have a good performance in the first major. They did not make it out of qualifying. So you have... Um, uh, group play as they call it. So you have a tournament and group play 
And Optic Texas did not get out of group play, which is just un, really unheard of for the talent that they have on their team. So the current roster is Dashy, Illy, Scump, and Shotzi. After that major one and how bad it went, you had crazy roster mania rumors going on that Dashy and Illy were getting dropped. Like they're, they're going to be done. Now, Dashy is kind of a surprise there because Dashy's been there a while. Um, Shotzi's playing his butt off. So like Shotzi and, and you're not getting rid of Scump in his last year. You know, it's like it's like the team's playing bad. You're not getting rid of Tom Brady. You're, you're yeah. going to give him a different supporting cast. Like that's not the player you're getting rid of. So um, I thought you didn't like football. I didn't, but it was the only analogy I could think of. You'd understand. So uh, I got to keep it. I got to keep it at a lower level for you. Okay. So you can understand what we're talking about. But the what I looked up uh, looked like over the summer, Dashy had been on the ropes already. Like they were having issues with his attitude. And- so here's the interesting thing. Yeah. So Dashy and Illy were on the ropes there. Illy was hurt last year. He had uh, a hand injury and I know, okay. Oh, video game player. But if you mess up your thumb playing video games on a controller, you're going to have problems playing. If every, every time he moved his thumb to the left, he had sh- pain shooting up his arm. It was that bad. Like that means he completely can't move to the left. That's a problem. He, so it's like turf toe in football, but he pretty had much. controller thumb. Yeah, it's pretty much exactly he's got, like he's got you, drift, drift thumb. You you hear about like turf toe and stuff and, and all kinds of sports. If anyone, I've had turf toe. It is one of the most painful things you will ever go through with your toes, other than like possibly getting one cut off. It's it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous how much it hurts. Um. So yeah, same kind of deal, kind of like arthritis that he has going on in in his hand and his thumb. And wasn't able to play that well. So, okay, you can chalk up the end of the year to an injury. You know, he still played through it. They still did pretty good. Um, so then you got the beginning of this year. Uh, they looked pretty good at the first, uh, the opening, the major one. They stunk it up. Um, so you get the rumors out there, Dashy and Illy going. You have our cities thrown out there who used to be on Optic, who, who was on Optic when Formal was there. Um you you get uh, like Preds out there. Now you got talks about Hook being out there. All in all, you've got all of these different people that could come into the roster, but none of the management is saying anything. So it's just rumors. And basically, where we're at today, and I'll let you, I'll let anyone go out there and just look at all. Of them. There's too many rumors with too many players. The only thing that we can kind of, sort of confirm is that. Dashy's probably getting dropped. This is the second time that they've wanted to drop him in, in the last year. And, and yeah. I really do feel like Hector. So Hector Rodriguez hex is the manager owner GM of, of optic. And I just don't think he could get a deal done in the summer to drop Dashy. I really do think those rumors were true. I think he was trying to get rid of Dashy at that point, and it would have been whoever, Illy and Shotzi and Scump. So right now, the only thing we know is Scump and Shotzi are there. Illy and Dashy are up in the air. But the problem you have now is we are only, what, a couple of weeks away, a week away, two weeks away from the next major? Yeah, January 13th. January 13th. So you're getting ready to get official scrims starting. So all of your scrimmages and things like that to get ready for the major are starting now. So 
what's that roster look like? Who's going to be playing there? Like they, they're not, even if they find guys on this team, the fact that it hasn't launched, they have no scrim time. So that's why like yeah. guys like our cities and, and, and hook or, 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 or Pred or so, guys like that kind of makes sense that they're looking at because they're guys that have played with Shotzi that have played with Illy. If he stays that have played with scump before. So you, you can get up to speed real quick. And now these are pros, but breaks are different. It's like, it's like any sport. You need time playing with your teammates to understand how they're going to react, how they're going to move, get up to speed with the plays on how you're breaking and doing those things. So I just don't think they're giving themselves enough time. There's way too much drama around all of it. Even Nade shot um, spoke out about it on his stream, mainly around our cities coming back and, and he's an owner. So we got to remember Nate shots, the owner of a hundred thieves. So he's got to be very careful with what he says. Cause he could be talking to hex right now about trading a player, Yeah, exactly. you know, and he doesn't want to leak any of that stuff out. And, and, and Nate shots smart enough to know that he doesn't want to be part of that controversy. But even he said the optic team looks like they've gotten way too comfortable with each other and they need something to stir the pot. And in yeah. a lot of teams, in a lot of sports, you have to bring in new guys in order to get that spark going again. And Dashy's been there a while, so that's why I think he's the one that that's most likely going to go. And 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 if anything, you're going to see someone in his spot with Illy still around. And then I think if they don't perform well in that next major, you're going to see Illy gone next and a new guy in, in that spot, and we'll have a brand new roster. So crazy stuff happening in you know the Call of Duty League. Um, you, you definitely had a, a lot of insights. So if you want to stay up with what's going on, there's CDL Intel, uh, Twitter. I recommend, uh, watching that one and that'll give you more up to date, faster stuff that's happening. And there's also CDL scrim Intel and someone that follows all the scrimmages. So since scrimmages are coming up, the scrim Intel one's the one I'm going to be paying attention to because I kind of want to see who is on who's scrimming with optic. Cause that's probably going to tell you who they're going to bring up. Are they going to bring up someone from the challengers ranks? Someone we've never heard of and just give a, give a new kid a shot or now, are we going to see a big is trade it possible? Is it possible that people are just going to refuse to trade with them because they don't want to help optic out? I don't think it's going to be a refusal to trade. I think it's like anything. It's the contract's got to be bought out. It's got to make business sense to them. Um, I don't know if the league has to approve the trades, you know, kind of like some, some, some leagues, some sports require like a sign off just to make sure you're not doing all that stuff. Like major league baseball, they don't have that. You can stack a team with anybody you want and just pay the penalty. Um, I don't know if there's a salary cap. I, I've never really heard of one. Um, so you might have to deal with salary cap issues, but I, I don't think it's more of they don't want to help them. It's more of, does it make sense for my team as well? And am I getting a financial benefit or gain out of it? Um, Cause you know, optic, regardless of who sits on optic, they're going to bring butts in seats. If scum's playing, butts are going to be in seats. I even heard crim six. You were the one that was telling me like someone was saying crim six was going to come out of retirement and join optic. And I'm like, I'm like there's no way that that's going to happen. But that would be really funny for scum's last year to be, Crim six winning a championship with them. It would just, it would just be like funny as hell to me. If that what about happened. formal? Could formal come back? 
Formal doesn't want to come back. He's been on the Optic podcast multiple times, and he hates Call of Duty game, and we'll get into that now. Like the, the game, Infinity Ward and the game have driven him out of wanting to play the game anymore. And if you watch Skump's uh, stream, that's the biggest reason why this is his last year. It's like the game is just not fun for him to play anymore. And while he's under contract, he can't play any other game. So he can't go. Now, the nice thing is they have Warzone now, so he can play Warzone on stream. And these guys are leaving a ton of money. We've already talked about it. A ton of money on the yeah. table because they're not streaming every day and they're going to be doing that stuff. Every time they go to one of these tournaments to possibly win 100K, they're probably losing 100K that they would have made by just streaming that day. Yeah. So what's funny, I, I mean, Scum did talk about uh, he's like Warzone tournaments just aren't his. He, he said he enjoys playing Warzone. It's fun. But he said he just says he said it's just a different game as far as the tournament level. He goes, that's why the guys that constantly win Warzone tournaments and it's usually all played online. He goes, it's, it's just these kill races. It's you playing quads, but you're a team of two and then you're kill racing. He's like, you're not really, he's, you're not really playing the game. You're just kill racing. Yeah. A lot of them are just sit there for kill races and then, you know, wins get you multipliers and things like that if you go through it, but they are kill races, but at the end of the day, there's not really, we'll get into that later. Kind of the state of, of call of duty and Warzone and things yeah. like that. And, and we have their, their, their points of view, but as of right now, um, we have no idea who's going to be playing on optic other than we know, uh, Scump and Shotzi seem to be not going anywhere. The other two and seats Illy. and possibly Illy. Um, you know, it seems like Dashi's gone, but no one's officially said that. And Illy's possibly gone. So we could have a whole new roster, 50% roster or 25% roster change in the next major. Um, the next next major isn't that in, in or no, the major the major after this, major three is in your neck of the woods. So maybe, maybe we'll get some live coverage. From the major, yeah. if you head out there and, and, and watch it and, and stream from the major, that would be yeah, nice. Andrew said he was going to buy me a ticket, so that's fine. I'll see you I'll there. buy you a ticket. I'm just not flying out there. <laughs> All right. I'm going to move on to the next segment here. Your, this is your favorite thing to talk about, James. I think over, over the week, you messaged me more about this individual person than any other person out there in the last month and a half. Like, why are you so invested in this story, James? It just cracks me up. It just, it blows my mind what this person has built their career on. And, so, and if, what's frustrating is that the game developers let it happen. Yeah. And the one we're talking about is the one and only Nadia. Who, um, if you don't know who Nadia is and you're in the Call she of Duty sucks. scene, then you've been under a rock. Like, in all honesty, like, I, I don't know how I, I don't want to know who she is yet. I have watched the stream and I'm, I've been there. So we we've gone on a long time about whether or not Nadia is cheating. You have guys that have built careers on YouTube on on saying, hey, here's the next proof of Nadia cheating, Nadia cheating, Nadia cheating, Nadia cheating. Um, I finally found a video where I actually believe Nadia is cheating. And 
It's from Cod Legacy. Put the clip up there. But the reason why I believe this clip is there is there is no other person's analysis of it where they're trying to break down the video. It is literally Nadia on stream watching her own highlights, bullshitting with her friends on the fact that she's snapping onto people back and forth and is basically cheating without saying she's cheating. And like, she's laughing. And she's like, laughing about it. it. It is she knows she is getting away with murder here. And she just thinks it's funny now. And now in the video, you'll see she's on one. And if you look up COD Legacy YouTube channel, it's called Nadia Gets Called Out for Hacking. She's on one target. And she's not getting any hit markers. The target is literally behind a rock. So she doesn't realize that this target's behind a rock because she doesn't care because she just snapped to it. There's another target that's probably, I don't know, 25 meters to the, the, right. the right. And man, she snaps onto that thing faster than the only people that I would say that could snap that quickly are the CDL pros. In a and even they game. couldn't do it because they're on controller. And so, you're not going to have, you don't have that distance that she's doing it on no. Warzone. No, you don't have this. And she snaps and melts this dude and is just laughing about it. And then the thing that gets it is they say, well, what were your settings on your control? And she's like, oh, Cronus. Like my Cronus settings, like which settings do you want? Because I don't know. And, and, and the fact that it's her laughing about it and you watch this video, it's not someone to analyze it because you get a lot of those ones where they're Pulling like it's 50 not, clips. It's not Bad Boy Beeman or Call yeah. of Shame or any of this that. This is trendy. her doing it. And then the icing on the cake comes uh, pretty soon after that. Um, Nadia gets banned from Twitch. And here I'm thinking Twitch has finally been like, okay, we got to get some cheaters off of this. No, she gets banned from Twitch for uh, giving away. For user, somebody. Well, basically user information like, like, calling out someone's full name on a donation. Now the guy, the, the, she has a whole video on this and it's called why I got banned from Twitch. And it starts out as like this, like, Oh my God, I got banned. I love streaming. I can't believe this, like totally different person than who she is on stream. And it's this person that is under anonymous. That was, that was, that was giving her hate. This is the most toxic person in Call of Duty. Hands down, and the most I'd, toxic. I'd like to dis discuss the so-called hate message. Okay, go ahead. Discuss the hate message. Just a $1 donation, and she gets a lot of these. This is what's crazy, because usually people read out their donations. So she makes so much money off of comments like this, because I don't know why people are stupid. I think she's cheating, but I'm not going to give her a dollar just for her to say, I think she's cheating on stream. But the stream basically just said, enjoy your hacks or enjoy your cheats. That's it. And Nadia considered that attacking her and hateful. So she decides to go into the history of PayPal, because I guess when you get a donation through PayPal, it will actually say the name. So instead of saying the username, like everyone would say, like, Andrew, you came on, my, you came on Scum's channel or whatever, donated 50 bucks. I'm sure Scum would be like, hey, thanks. I am Ender. Appreciate your donation. Yada, yada, yada. You move on. But no, she reads through PayPal the exact name of the person, the first and last name. Now, 
Now, I will, I will say, say she, didn't, she didn't give the address, which she they didn't said give she the address. did. But according to the terms of service of Twitch, this is where it gets frustrating from the average user of Twitch, where not everyone plays under the same rules. That is still breaking the terms of service. She got a 14-day ban. I think that would have been fair. I think I Twitch should have stayed by it. I think they should have gone with their terms of service. You got to make a point. You got you to gotta put it out there. On top of the fact, she's super toxic. She's been banned multiple times by Infinity Ward for her uh, for uh, voice chat, for proximity chat. She gets banned from chat all the time for being so toxic on, on Warzone. But instead of following through, Twitch in their almighty ways, unbanned her within five hours. Yep. And to yeah. me, that is, that's ridiculous. That's, oh. It's unfair to other people. It's unfair to people that have been banned. I mean, you... <laughs> And Look it's at not Dr. even disrespect. Like, yeah, we can go to Doc, but Doc's <laughs> whole thing was Doc always threatened to sue them, and there's there's a whole there's a whole other thing with Doc's that Doc's things. No, we can't bring that there. But let's just bring it into anyone else that has been banned for the same type of thing that she did, because this isn't the first time, or anyone that's been banned for any other toxicity language or any of that kind of stuff. She's getting different treatment from them because she's going to their events. She's she's for some reason this draw and and if i'm cod this is not the person i want promoting my game anymore like like i don't want this promoting my game so she also goes into talking about how you know she, i give her credit in in halfway into this where she's like well i have made my living off of the toxicity like she says i should have just trolled them like, really, that's how you want to deal with this is you're just going to troll these people back. You're not just going to ignore it and move past. And, and this is where it's like you have you have female creators out there that that are struggling. And I know we, we've talked about Pokimane. I know we've gone, gone down that road, but like Pokimane, you have uh, Valkyrie. You have Amaroth. You had the Dan Dangler. Like you've had all of these females that have gone through it that have gotten their bans. Now, granted, some of them have gotten banned and come back more times than they probably have should. But none of them bring the toxicity that she brings to their brand. They all handle their haters with with class and grace through all of it, regardless of what it is. They just they just ban the people from it and they move past it. Yeah. They don't they don't call it out. And that's my problem with Nadia. She's made a brand on this, and then all of a sudden her skin wasn't thick enough to deal with it. And it's like, if you're gonna build that, you're gonna be this person, you better have the skin to take it. It's kinda and, and you know, we I kind of dismissed Doc, but it's kinda like Doc. If you're gonna bring a brand like Doc, and you're gonna be that guy, you're gonna have to have some pretty thick skin to be that guy because people are coming at you. You're but gonna have him, to learn to deal it, with it. it. If he thinks anyone goes over the line, what's the first thing? He doesn't even acknowledge it. He just no. ignores it and bans them. Yeah, and, and you don't need to. Like at this point, it's, she's got she's got moderators that are handling that shit for her. She does, she doesn't even need to see it. She doesn't even need to engage with it and move past it. So I think it was ridiculous. A five hour ban should have been banned for the full time. Um, but then it moves on even further to the Nadia story. After the banning, we get. Um, and it's not just her; it's a couple of other people, um, and we may get into the other ones here. But we're gonna we're gonna stick That's with Nadia here. Yeah, um, they are now leaving Call of Duty. They're no longer gonna be playing the game, and they're gonna go to IRL and just chatting streams. 
And to me, it doesn't confirm it, but it makes me believe in my suspicion of, okay, I have pushed this to the level level that I can push it to. And at some point I'm going to get caught and I need to make a change before I get caught. And I can't go to another game. Exactly. It's yeah. not like I can just switch to another game. Like if you look at um, Dr. Lupo, who, who has made game switches and because he's skilled enough shroud who has made game switches because he's skilled enough when skump decides to get away from call of duty and play something, he's going to be skilled enough to make those switches. Tim, not the greatest player in the world, but if he decided he wanted to go play apex, he could Nick Merck's great example of, I was a cod player. I was a, actually, I was a Fortnite player. Then I went to cod and then I went to apex, like a skilled player. That's able to do that. These are not. And that's what makes me believe that they're leaving to go do IRL and stuff like that. Unless they have a, a huge, and I'll bring up Dan Dangler, unless they feel like they're going to make a, a ton of money off of OnlyFans and doing the stuff that they want to do there, which she's made a fucking killing off of it, and I don't blame her for doing it. Make your money. Yeah. I don't think that's Nadia's business. I don't think she's going that direction. I don't think Swag's going that direction. Maybe he is, maybe he's not. I don't know how well males do on OnlyFans. I, I, maybe we should start one and find out. <laughs> two, two dudes that game on OnlyFans. Let's, we'll just call it that. I don't know. But making that switch to saying I'm going to stop playing the game altogether, drop all of all of what made you, tells me there's something under underlying here. There's something going on. Or you really had thinner skin than I thought you did, and the toxicity has gotten to you. I don't know. What are your thoughts there? I mean, here's my problem with the whole Nadia thing. Activision, Infinity Ward, and all them, they have let her get away with it for so long. She built her entire brand on the suspicion of her cheating. She leaned into it. She trolled Heavily. people about it. I mean, she went from... She became an overnight sensation. I mean, the marketing and the way that she built her brand is honestly genius. But... All you're doing from Activision's point of view and from the game's point of view and from a regular gamer, all you're doing is inviting more people to do that. Well, I'm just going to... I mean, there are people on TikTok. You can actively watch people play Warzone live stream on TikTok and they just are showing their cheats. They're just showing it live and they're not getting banned. All day long they play. And you're just you're just creating this environment that is is horrible for, in my opinion, horrible for the gaming and the gaming community where, oh, just cheat and cheat and cheat and cheat and build this toxic toxicity, build this community, and then I'll just, I'm done, I'll leave. Yeah. And to know that game developers are allowing it to happen, I mean, can you imagine if they... Okay, I know that a lot of us think that the top streamers are what makes all these companies all the money. But that's not true. And the reason you can prove that that's not true is Warzone 2 is a prime example. Fortnite's another great example. Those games are now, especially Warzone 2, you're seeing the transition, catering to the casual player. Because the casual player is going to spend more money than the top people. Not to mention, half of those top people probably got all the games and all the skins and all the stuff for free so they could showcase it on their streams. What a win would it be 
if one of those top people got called out by Activision and they said, you are a cheater, you're done, you're never playing our game again. It might be, it might not be. I don't know. I don't know the internals of that, but I don't disagree with that. I think the games that need the streamers the most are the up-and-coming games, the guys that are trying to make a name for themselves that need to get in front of things. Um, but it seems like most of your top ones are playing you know, the games that they enjoyed, that they came up with. This isn't overnight. This isn't an overnight sensation for most of them. You know, there's been a few that have popped up. But but even when you when you go into like Swag, wasn't overnight. Yeah, you know, Swag had been playing the games for a long time. Now, why he's leaving, I don't know. I don't really I never really thought Swag was cheating um in any of this. I know a lot of people had said he was using Cronus and things like that, but Swag plays well when he's at home and swag plays well when he's on the road at all those other tournaments. And that's kind of what Nick Merck said. You know, Merck said it without saying it of like, if you really want to know who's cheating, who performs when they're not sitting in front of their own home computer. See, and that's why, that's why I give, uh, I know, I know Z laners on the, on the top of everyone, but at that COD next event, Z laner held his own in every game mode that he played. He's also on Optic, and when he's playing at the Optic headquarters, there's no way Hex is allowed allowing someone in there putting hacks on those computers. So I'm sorry. Me, that would ruin Optic's guys, brand if that came out, that one of their main guys was doing that. Like, ruin that brand. Yeah, and, and this is something Tim brought up a while ago when people were accusing him and Doc and Nick and all them of, of cheating. He talked about how there's a difference between the overnight sensations like Nadia who came out of nowhere and built her entire brain on the fact everyone just kept watching her to try to prove that she was cheating. That, that honestly is, is how she grew. But for people like Nick and Tim and Doc, these guys, they're more entertainer than they are about winning. I don't watch Tim and Doc and Nick and if they don't start winning games, be like, oh, I'm not watching these guys I anymore. prefer they're when winning. they're not winning. I think it's funnier when they're not it's winning, funnier. listening to them yell at each other and everything than it is when yeah. they are winning. And Tim, but Tim said, if we ever got caught hacking, our career's done. 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 Oh, he goes, I'm right. not some girl that's super attractive and it, my entire brain will be tarnished. Yeah. And he's like, I already suck enough. I don't need to cheat to suck more. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't, but it is, I don't need but to it cheat to bring I me mean, up to like regular you've got, status. You've got, I would say that the top, there's more top streamers that are, that we watch because of the entertainment value more so than we watch for the skill level. Agreed. You can watch Stump and Aiden and um, Shroud and those guys tear it up. They're not the most entertaining people to watch on stream because they don't really talk to you. They're, they're so focused on their game. They're so focused. Now, again, great people to watch if you want to learn yes that's why it's great to watch their youtube clips later their content that they put out but they as far as their stream i i enjoy i enjoy shroud stream when he's just chatting the moment he starts playing the game i change it yeah and, and it's also go watch like he gives go insight. watch nade shot you know nade shot's another one where he he tried to make that transition from you know pro gamer to entertainer and he did a pretty good job at it but when he's playing valorant and he was grinding, it was just him there grinding Valorant. It wasn't, it was not entertaining other than you're like, holy shit, the skill gap is huge here. Like there's a big why, skill in, there. In my opinion, a lot of people give, they're like, well, Nick lost all his viewership when he switched to Apex. No, Nick lost viewership because he switched to Apex and he started focusing and wasn't entertaining anymore. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's, 
we're getting a little off topic there, but I think we all we, we we have now confirmed some of our suspicion on Nadia. I do believe that there is something hinky going on there, whether it's cheats. She comes back. Uh, who knows? Like, like, I don't know. I have no idea. When her viewership drops on these IRL streams in a month, now she's playing Call of Duty again. Who knows, man? I I, I have no idea. Like, we'll, we'll see. The story the story still has more to tell, and, and it's still go going to be in there. Hey, Battlefield could use the viewership. <laughs> um, all right, moving past that, uh, we're going to get into our third segment here, probably our final segment of the night, and the state of Warzone and Call of Duty and Infinity Ward and the changes that have been made to the game are a hot topic right now, a hot topic for... Pretty much everyone out there that is a hardcore, semi-core, and also newbie to the game. Because what you are playing today is not what we started to love in the beginning. It's not. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? That's kind of the debate that we're, we're here. And... A lot of the guys that I watch and I kind of listen to who I think give the best unbiased information, like they really want the game to succeed, but they're willing to tell you straight up how they feel about the game. And, and that is one is Nade Shot, the other one is going to be uh, Ink Slasher and J God. Like, I think those are the three. That really do J God kind of on that that verge of being more of a uh, Call of Duty's made me a lot of money. I'm not going to say everything bad about it, but yeah. he has his his way of of um, poking the bear, as as I would say it from from with my kids of, of kind of just twisting that like you probably should do this. Um, so I'd like to get your thoughts, James. Like, what do you feel? Do you feel Infinity Ward has ruined Warzone and Call of Duty and that we are not going to be able to recover from the state that we're in and the game is no longer the game we had before and it's a new one and we just need to get over it and move forward? I don't think they've ruined Warzone. I actually like... First of all, I want to put this out there. There's a lot of people that keep going, oh, I went back and played Caldera. It plays so much different. I really, really like that. So I'm going to play that. I think that's honestly, I think that's great. I think, I think there's enough difference between the two that they are different games and not just maps. So I think that's good to have a good following on both. I think that's probably good for the business side of things as well. I don't know what kind of updates or skins or battle passes Caldera is still having. I haven't jumped in to check it out. Maybe they're not doing anything. Maybe it's just playing and they're not going to update it. I don't know. But to say that they've ruined Warzone, I think is there. There's, probably less than five things that I wish that would, would change. Um, number one at the top of my list, I'll, there's two at the top of my list. If they change those, I'd be completely happy with how the game is playing right now. One is this bullshit of snipers not dropping people with three plates. That's, that's dumb as fuck. It makes, the, it makes that game, that, that style of play, completely pointless. The fact that if I want to main a sniper and I get into the small circle... And I can't pull off that great shot to to drop someone because I got to hit them twice, and it doesn't even make them flinch when they're 
putting a sub from across the map at me. That's that's to me that's stupid. Um, the other thing is the gulag. I still hate the two man gulag. I think it's pointless. It's too much of a crapshoot. Uh, the whole concept I understand is that you should all get together and you should fight the jailer. I've been playing the game since it came out. I I think I've had two people agree two times the whole time two times that they agreed to kill the jailer. I think I think it's dumb. Um. So those those are probably the two things, but the movement I think is fine. Everyone's like, oh, there's no skill gap. You can't slide cancel. You can't do this around the corner. No, you actually have to outthink people now. And I think that's huge. You can win fights because you're smart. You thought about a play smarter than the other person. I'm going to have to disagree just with you. Sliding on that. around the corner. I'm going to have to completely disagree with you on that. Positioning is the number one important the, thing the, in this game the, right the, now. The, it's not, though. The most important thing in this game right now is is the game going to decide whether or not you have plates on? Okay, we'll so, get so, into so, that. No, we, we, we're not going to get into that. We're going to get into that now no, because what you're on, saying is like, but I'm saying, I can outplay somebody. No, I can't. Yeah, in the okay, state but, of the game, uh, I again, cannot right now. Okay, well, we'll get into that in a second. That's that's a different topic. That's no, it's the game not. being broken. It's the same same topic. If, Did they if, break the game? Under the, under the pretense that the, the plate system is working, it re- the game is set up. But, but the game is, is built to be about positioning. But we, but again, now, now, if, if we the can game talk is about, about positioning, okay, I slow the game down. So, so, so here it is. I slow the game down. So I have to think about. I slow the game down, the movement speed down, and I up the time. To, I make the time to kill faster. So I do those two things. My up close time to kill. So they went out there. They did a video on it. The long range, mid range, long range TTKs are relatively the same. They're like milliseconds difference, um, a little bit faster. Okay, so they're not they're not that much different. The up close is incredibly faster. Yeah. And Incred- hands down, you know, you're, you're so much faster than anywhere else. But the problem that you have and the brokenness of the game is that no, they launched yes, the game with systems that. not working. And the system that is not working right now is the plate system. Now, I can't confirm that. I've seen videos that have speculated it, and I've played it. I have gone through and played where I felt like a god with three plates on. And then I have felt like, am I playing multiplayer? Because I just died so fast to an RPK. That's the obvious meta right now. And I don't care about meta guns. Like, there's a meta, there's a meta. That's fine. The RPK is not the meta for up close. If you're close to a guy, you're not shredding him with an RPK. Well, you might be if the plate system's not working and you have no yeah. idea whether or not your three plates are going to be in or if you have plates or not. So to, to, to say you're okay with the slowing down of the game, fine. The game is broken because no, it has an inconsistency there. on whether or not I can make the plays that I should be able to make. So every time I take a gunfight, I have no idea if I'm coming out of it. I have no idea what's going to happen. I have I have absolutely no clue if I'm going to win a gunfight or not win a gunfight. You, I mean, you're notorious for yelling about this of, I started shooting the guy in the back and he whips around and kills me. And then you started shooting a guy got shot in the back and he whips around and kills me. That's the plate system being broken and they're not fixing it they didn't fix it in the first patch it doesn't seem like they know how to fix it and it doesn't even seem like they're calling it out as a problem so was that something you would like just to at least acknowledge acknowledge that there is an issue to where where 
three plates does not necessarily mean three plates. I mean, sometimes three plates doesn't even mean you have any plates. When, when I'm wearing two plates, I feel mostly consistent. I'm getting shredded. Hands down, I'm going to get shredded by anybody. I need to be very cautious on where I'm going. Now, with a three plate, since I can't be one tapped by a sniper, I can't be one tapped by a sniper, but I can be two tapped by an RPK from range. How yep. the hell does that make any sense in the Makes world no whatsoever? So that to me, that's a broken state. The other problem I have with, with, with the game right now is to me, the replayability is super low, super low. I am bored within 10 minutes of playing the fucking game. But is that because we're spoiled with BRs? Are we I don't over think it's BRs? I don't think it's the spoiled with BRs. You know what it is? I am tired of not having something to play for. We used to like play for wins and, and it would be like, how many wins can we get? Cause we had statistics and you could go out there and you could be like, all right, I got 15 wins. Like I hated when you had more wins than me. So I was out there grinding solos to get wins, to be the top of our group and wins. Like we had that, even if it didn't work all the time and the statistics were funky or whatever, I didn't care. I had that. Now it seems like the thing, and this will go back to, to what we were talking about cheating, the thing is to get the nuke. I am never going to get a nuke. No, I am not good enough at the game, and I refuse to cheat at a game and pay more money to play a game to cheat at it to do that. So now it's everyone, oh, let me watch the nuke. I'm going to try for a nuke. My nuke attempt this. My nuke attempt that. That's the streamer repel. That's the streamer world right now. Is who's going to get the new? It's the only content they get views on. It's the only content they're going to get views on because there's no replayability. There's nothing interesting. There's no, there, there's no like, this is cool. This is fun. Like, we've already done all the kill races. We've already done all the high kill games. We've already done all of that kind of stuff. Like, when are you just going to give me a ranked mode? Yeah, and allow me to fix it. Allow me to rank up and to do these things and to show progression and to feel like I have something to play for. Now, the rank system would be huge. Fortnite is kind of the same way to me. You you don't really have a ranked system in Fortnite that makes you want to replay over and over again. But you know what Fortnite did have wins, games where I felt like I could win. Every time we drop into Fortnite, I feel like I could win that game. Yeah, I feel like I have an opportunity to win a Fortnite game. Every time we drop into Warzone, I hope we don't come in last <laughs> because it happens a lot. And that's nothing against skill that has to do with just the way the game plays right now. And then it's like, okay, let me log out. Like I, I, I can't even just start a new match. I have to log out. I have to go back through the menu system. Stupid shit like that. That, that annoys the hell out of me. And then my replayability is there. I find myself, if if you are not online, if Trex, Ark, or, or Zooch are not online, I'm playing multiplayer. And I'm grinding skins. I have never grinded skins before, <laughs> but that is all I have to do. I have actually gone back to playing World of Warcraft because the new expansion in World of Warcraft has come out. And I'm like, you know what? I'd rather go grind in World of Warcraft and have something to do, level my character up, get better gear, find all of these things. Like, 
I didn't even have to really work to level up weapons. I just waited for shipment and double XP to open up, and I leveled on the weapons. That's what just what you do. Let me ask you something. A lot of people don't talk about this, but the Xbox, Activision, FTC, Versony, and all this nonsense, it's all the whole issue with Xbox buying Activision is 100% based around Call of Duty. I don't think there's going to be a game by the time this whether, is settled. Whether, <laughs> whether they are going to make it exclusive, all these nonsense that's been going on in Sony trying to stop this. But how much do you think that affects the team internally? whether it's devs not knowing whether they should stay at Activision, whether some have left, whether there's people waiting to join Infinity Ward or Raven once Microsoft purchased it. How, it's frustrating because no one wants to talk about this. They act like everything's just running status quo there, but it's clearly not. Yeah, I feel I like there's sure, a lot of holding going on inside the company. I am, sure until there this are, is done. I am sure there are a lot of internal issues that they're having amongst their employees on just their own comfort level of like, am I going to have a job tomorrow? Um, are they going to have to cut it? You know, I, I am sure there are decisions there that they are make, they are making to not do things until this is figured out to not spend certain amount of money to not announce things or launch things in the game. Um, but I don't think that has anything to do with fixing bugs and listening to your community on the game you have in front of you today. But like, I mean, look at this. You think, think about this. Future content, sure. Content if, of if today, game, I don't believe. If this game was perfect, everything you wanted, say it was the I'm not even going to give it number one. Say it was the number two Battle Royale game. Everybody loved it. It's barely behind Fortnite at this point. How much does that affect that buyout? I don't think it affects it as much as you think. I, I think that they use it as leverage again. It's just more leverage on. Look, no, here's the, because here's the leverage, the, the leverage game. around that, and we're getting we're getting out of the topic there. I, don't, I think we're getting into something different here. I don't think the leverage around that is whether or not we have a good game. The thing is whether or not I'm going to keep the game exclusive or not. Like that has nothing to do with a good or a bad game. They know that the crowd and 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 the hype. And, and the, the community is there to drive this game regardless of how good it is right now. It's not like like if I was if I was Sony and I truly believe that that all of the money was going to be made based off of how good the game is. Fuck it. I don't care. The game's not any good. So it's not going to be around for a while. I wouldn't be fighting if I was Sony. But Sony knows every time they launch a new thing, you're going to have that crowd run back. I'm one of them. I'm going to yeah. run back to it every single time that they do it. Okay, so let me let me just get to the point. Do you think once, if if the buyout goes through by middle of next summer, do you see dramatic like drastic changes and no like idea. a healthier game a no year idea. from now? No, I I think you have uh, a year of people on trying to figure out who the hell is in charge. I think you have you literally have a stalemate for a year, a year and a half of people trying to figure shit out after a buyout happens, because you're gonna have people that that just got bought out that are no longer going to technically have positions anymore. So they're going to be like, uh, you know, waiting for their stock. So when buyouts happen of big corporations like that, the incoming CEOs and things like that no longer have anything to do. They basically give them honorary titles in the company. Yeah, and it's exactly, normally a yeah. five year wait for their stock options to, to, to vest. And then they're gone anyway. So you're going to have this transition period of like, okay, 
We need to transition the game. We need to transition all this. These devs are working here. This is working there. Here's your new head of research and development. Here's your new head of game development. Here's your new head of bug fixes and community. Like the, you're going to have a year, a year and a half of trying to figure all of that where nothing is going to happen. So yeah. if you're going to make changes, you're going to kind of have to make them right now. Because okay, so you're going to have a year of not understanding what's going on. Then let me ask you this. This will, this I've be been part of those buyouts in software companies. That's how it works. Yeah. Now, so let me ask you this final question. is probably wrap up our podcast here. But what does Raven, Infinity Ward, whoever is in charge of Warzone right now, what are the things that they have to do and how quickly do you think they need to do them to fix the game? I, you know, I don't think they're on a timeline. And the reason why I don't think they're on a timeline is because in all honesty, they have no other competition right now that's knocking down their door. With the flop of Battlefield, who really should have been their competition, you don't have anything around. I think Fortnite, Fortnite and Call of Duty are so different in game type. They might be battle royales. But one's a third-person cartoon game that's based around fun, bright colors, characters. Like, you have to like that play style to play it. Yeah. And then the other one is your arcade military sim. You don't have another arcade military sim out there that's knocking on the door. Tarkov just launched Streets, and that's not your competition here. Okay, You, know, you didn't have people running back over to, to play Tarkov um, from, from Call of Duty, like you didn't have this mass exodus where this game is growing. So, but if they want to continue to be the game, my opinion, whatever systems that they decide to put in the game, look, I don't care. And, and I don't care that we have to find a, a three plate to have three plates. I don't care that the game slowed down at the end of the day. Fine. If I can't one tap somebody with a sniper, I think it's stupid, but I'm going to have to adjust my gameplay if you're not going to change that. Okay. There are things that I can do, but when the fundamental system is broken, like I do not know how fast my TTK is going to be in the same gunfight over and over again. It's bad when your desync issues are so bad to where I think I'm behind a wall, but I'm not, I'm wide open to the guy on the corner and I'm getting mowed down. It's bad when you have such boring contracts in the game that we drop in for the same contract every single time of a safe, because Intel takes too long. It's too long. You're going to get killed. You're not getting enough from it. Um, you have predictable circles. Now I don't know the last time the circle split on us. It seemed like the circle splitting has gotten taken out of the game, so that wasn't super fun. I had one, I had one today. Okay, so it's still there, but it's it's random. Um, I think just finish the game, guys. Finish the game. Make a polished game the way you want it to be and don't have all the stupid quality of life things that aren't there. Allow me to log into a game the second that, that I die. Like I shouldn't have to go back and come back into the game there. Um, I think proximity chat was cool and fun. The call of duty, you know, world is toxic, but okay. They don't control that. Like there's not much they can do there. Um, except they start banning people, which it sounds like they have, they banned Nadia, you know, they banned Nadia from voice chat. So they're, they're doing their things there, but the amount of quality of life, things that are broken that were there in the last game, 
when you have a gorgeous map, a wonderful map, a wonderful player base, good gun balance. Now, okay, you have the meta of the RPK, but honestly, I could play, I could play about four other assault rifles and still win. Cause I do, I play the M4, I play the TAC, I play the AK, like I play all of those. The only class of gun that you've completely eliminated is snipers because you just, you can't one tap them and it doesn't fit our gameplay for that. So fix the little nuances and fix your underlying systems and make them feel right. And I think you've got a golden game. Especially and, if they and, add ranked. And, and if they added ranked, I think you definitely have something to play. Like, like I don't have a reason to continue to come back and play the game. So give me a reason. We still haven't even had like a cool in-game event. I will give them credit. The game is kind of broken, and they didn't do some stupid Christmas in-game Krampus event again. That would have been annoying to implement some sort of event where your game's broken. Oh, you mean like in Tarkov, where they implement all these like game events and they don't launch stuff? I'm just I'm they can sorry. do whatever they want. It's a beta. This is a beta. I think it the beta was- tag is on the wrong game mode. The beta tag should be on Warzone, not DMZ, because we're not even talking about DMZ because we don't even go there anymore. Again, replayability is gone. I did play a lot of that the other day by myself, but it was boring by myself. It's boring. Like, like, I and, it. And, I and I'm a, it was know, like I was playing. Uh, what was the game mode in the first Warzone? The the where you just collected all the money. Oh, um, I can't remember what it was, but that was you just used that to level up weapons. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did. I I got I got my sniper. And I got up on a, a, a billboard and I hid behind it and I camped the extraction. And I you just have you have invasion to do that now. You could do that in invasion. It, it made my day just trying to snipe people as they were trying to get into the. Oh, I, I, yeah, I have, I have done the whole uh, extraction camping with snipers and it, it is fun. Um, but anyway, I think at the end of the day, you got to give me something that makes me want to come back and play the game. Like it used to be level grinds. It used to be win grinds. It used to be high kill games. Um, if you don't have statistics, I can't prove any of it. So it doesn't matter. Um, the only thing I can prove is a nuke if I'm streaming and you know what? That's kind of boring because the chances of me winning four games in a row and then completing the whole nuke thing, not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Not going to happen. Five, five games in a row, five games. I'm sorry. Five games in a row. Not, not going to yeah. happen. We'll just do what everyone else does. They cheat off stream and then they bring their, one of them brings their five game token everyone else yeah i've even like i've even resorted to in in multiplayer just to make it fun reverse boosting myself yeah just running around like like a moron for five games like at least i didn't break any rules i'm not cheating i'm just playing like an idiot for five games and then hey i get a god i get a couple of i feel like a god for a couple of games and then i'm back up to the right skill base yeah you know see that's my theory that's my theory on swag is that the only reason he gets to play with timmy and those guys is because off stream, he uses his cheats, gets the five wins, and then he joins those guys so they can do the nuke hunting. Yeah, who knows? I don't know, but I think it's. I think the lack of polish on a AAA title is starting to catch up with Call of Duty in general. Um, last last time it was. Let me let me rephrase that the. The amount of polish they had in Warzone 1 when it first came out to what we have today feels like we've gone back to a beta format. It really does. We've gone backwards in the game of polish. And that's my problem. This is a AAA title. We're talking about a buyout in the billions and billions of dollars. 
and you guys are launching things that aren't polished. Like I, I, I'm sorry. I, I just don't feel like this is the right time to be, do, to be doing your betas unless you're doing something completely new like DMZ. I'm cool with the DMZ beta. I'm cool with that having... I'm not going to come here and argue that DMZ doesn't have enough playability in it because it's your first attempt at it and you're, you have the opportunity to make changes and make it better. You're telling me it's not complete. Cool. Yeah, DMZ, DMZ, in my opinion, if six months from now they didn't add anything new to it, okay, now there's a problem. But in multiplayer but right and now, Warzone should be complete. Yeah. They should be complete. And this is the completion of this podcast. <laughs> the January 1st edition, which will probably be coming out on the 2nd or the 3rd. Thank you for everyone that's listening. This is Two Dudes at Game. My name's Ender. I'm here with James. We're going to be trying to bring you weekly podcasts on everything that's coming up. And please, please put comments in. We need the comments so we can get talk Even about the content. Even if you don't agree. Yeah, please, if we'll you don't agree. We want comments. Also, what kind of content do you want? We're going to leave this out there. We're going to ask that question. What content do you want to hear? What do you want us to talk about? What are the things that interest you? Because we'll ramble on about anything. But if you guys yeah, direct us and let us know. If there's a, if there's a game we're not playing that you want us to try to talk about on the show, we will go play it. We maybe will. it'll be the reason we do something fun. Now, I do think we need to maybe this year, not this year, but in the next like month or two, <laughs> uh, get back to uh, Hunt Showdown. Because I, I did, I did like the feel of that game when we first jumped into it. So I think that'd I be interesting. It. So we will get into some more offshoot games out of the mainstream stuff. But um, if you want to uh, catch James streaming, you can catch him on Facebook now. He's uh, officially an old man streamer. He's gotten away <laughs> from YouTube and that. But you can also find um, every once in a while I will stream on the Last Choice Facebook or, or YouTube page. James will stream there. You can catch us every once in a while. We'll have those things. Please let us know the content that you want us to get. This is uh, here. Two Dudes That Game podcast, January 1, the first podcast of the year. It's going to be a good year, James. I love it. I'm Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>